Hello, welcome to Moms Changing the World. This is your host, Akua Walker, Child Development Nurse Practitioner and CEO, Chief Encouragement Officer, introducing the new podcast, which is the place for moms to find encouragement, hope, and inspiration, where we're supporting moms in the trenches of motherhood. You will receive practical tips and strategies to address the developmental needs of your children with a positive parenting perspective in mind. Here at Moms Changing the World, we are moms on the journey of changing the world, one child at a time, one day at a time. Hello, Moms Changing the World. This is Akua Walker, Child Development Nurse Practitioner, Parent Coach of the Be Calm System, and CEO, your Chief Encouragement Officer. Excited to bring you another episode with another amazing guest who is a mom changing the world on a global scale. Before we dive into our incredible interview today, I love starting off with African Proverbs, honoring my home country and continent uh, and the diaspora. And so I actually found two that I thought would be perfect for our conversation today around raising incredible girls and being um, the empowerment uh, models and role models for the generations to come. The first is, if you educate a man, you educate one person. If you educate a woman, you educate a whole family. I'll repeat that again. If you educate a man, you educate one person. If you educate a woman, you educate a whole family. And that is a proverb I've known and heard for a long time. And it's always resonated with me in that the more I've seen that the more I learn, the more I grow as a woman, as a mom, the more it can't help but spill over into my children and my whole family. And I've seen that to register true for the, the women all around me who have influenced me in my own life. And I continue to then pass it on to the family that I've been blessed with. And the second quote is, a child is what you put into him. Or in our case, a child is what you put into her. And uh, our guest today, Melody Pramadi, is at the forefront of empowering women and empowering girls. And when her team reached out to me, I was so excited about having this opportunity to talk with her because we share so much in our enthusiasm and passion for raising the next generation of world changers as women and moms ourselves who are inspiring and wanting to to reach out to women all around the world. She has more than 20 years of experience in coaching and personal growth space and has used her passion around empowering women and girls across the globe to form an incredible community called Girl Life. And she's dedicated the last eight years of you know, that, her life in that heart-centered business, sharing with other women in this passion-led endeavor as she runs girls' empowerment workshops and trains women worldwide to create profitable businesses centered around introducing young girls to their many superpowers. As an empowerment coach, Melody has supported thousands of women to live out their life purpose, to create careers that they love and to cultivate a life that lights them up from the inside out. Throughout her coaching journey, she has supported mothers and mothers-to-be to to nurture relationships and families that are aligned with their values and belief system. In addition to being the mom of twin daughters, 
Melody is an award-winning author and has written two books. Her children's book, XOXO from a Girl Who Gets It, teaches girls how to live a peaceful and happy life. And I'm super excited to find out more about her newest book, Empowered Women, Empowered Girls, a guide to modeling courage, confidence, and self-love for our next generation. Because it teaches women that the clearest path to raising empowered girls is by first looking in the mirror and doing the inner work necessary to nourish ourselves first and foremost. Melody's podcast is called Empowering Her, and I've been listening to the episodes of it. And after Mom Changing the World, it is now my new favorite podcast. And she, on that podcast, strives to bring education and awareness to women looking to elevate into their highest version of themselves. As an early voice in female empowerment movement, she's been featured in publications such as Forbes, The Today Show, Bella Magazine, The Huffington Post, Thrive Global, and so many others. And that just begins to scratch the surface of all the incredible things that Melody is doing. And I'm so thrilled to have her here today. How are you, Melody? Oh, what a beautiful intro, Akua. Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing really well, and I'm so psyched for this conversation today. Incredible. Incredible to have you. I love getting to hear from you know, women who are working at this you know, global scale for you know, the, the work that you're doing. And so thank you for, for joining us and for sharing some of the tips along the way with how you know, we as moms and you know, the listeners here you know, we definitely recognize that we have this incredible responsibility of raising the next generation, right, of world changers, just as we are striving to be. And so being girl moms, <laughs> you know, I think it's definitely the, you know, the kind of female side of it or the girl empowerment side of it has definitely been at a, at a special level in my own life. And I think that's one of the things that we share. Absolutely. And and I love everything that you are doing in this podcast to raise up our next generation. It's amazing. I like to call it heart work, right? It I, is. I think we need to change the paradigm. It's not hard, hard work, heart work, heart-centered, <laughs> soul-centered work right. that really just fuels us. So I, I'm so excited to dive in with you. That's awesome. Yeah. So why don't you, you know, share a little bit about kind of what your life looks like now, since things are constantly changing in this world that we live in. Why don't you share a little bit about you know, yourself, your family, and kind of what your life is like these days? Absolutely. Yes. So I, as you so beautifully shared my intro, you, you know about my intro. I, I do have two daughters. They're twins, 15 years of age. So we're going through all the different, you know, rites of passages that you go through with teenagers. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, never a dull moment and things right. are always changing, always changing. Right. Um, I run my business from home, which is really cool because I get yeah. to be present for my daughters. That's um, fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. And as I mentioned, it's, I call it all heart work. I run a business called Girl Life Empowerment. And it's basically a certification program that teaches passionate women how to run profitable and impactful girls' empowerment workshops. And it's really been the biggest labor of love. I would say it's it's what I spend most of my time doing and and (laughs) great pleasure. And, you know, knowing that we get this big, beautiful opportunity to impact the next generation, I don't take that responsibility lightly. So always working on my passion project. I I live with my husband as well, who's the love of my life. We've been married for 20 years this year. Uh, Uh, Congratulations. 
Thank you. Thank you so much. And I'm based out of New York, grew up in Toronto. And and yeah, that's a little bit about me and my life these days. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I love that you said never a dull moment, because how could there be when you have <laughs> right. you know, kids and business and husband and all of those things? So it's, you know, quite the, the juggle and we'll, you know, t- touch on that a little bit later as well. But, you know, what? before I dive into it, I always love asking my guests about feeding families. And so, you know, go-to meals. And I, I understand you also have a certification in integrative nutrition. I do. Yes. Yeah. So that's incredible. So I Thanks love, so can't wait to hear what you have to say to help us out when it comes to feeding our families. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so is the question like, like go to go to meals. Yeah, go to meals and tips for feeding our families well, especially from kind of that integrative health perspective, which is another perspective I love. Absolutely. Well, you know, one of my favorite things to do, and I've done this with my girls since they were little, I encourage everyone to do it with their children because it makes such a difference. I would bring my daughters into the kitchen with me. And, you know, they'd be when they were little on their little step stools to reach the kitchen. <laughs> We'd make an absolute mess in the kitchen, which, you know, wasn't my favorite part, but it really taught them to get involved in the meal prep process. They had fun with their food. They got to get curious about the ingredients and get creative about the things that we put together. And they really found comfort in being in the kitchen and prepping meals. And as they got older, that has been such a godsend to me. Because of my busy schedule, they now sometimes, I'm not going to say always, right, right. it takes a little bit of persuasion, <laughs> uh, but you know, on weeks where I'm really busy at work and maybe I have a launch happening, I can yeah. count on them to create the meals and to create healthful meals in the house. So that's mm. been really nice, just a habit that's really helped us. And then foods that we eat. I mean, there's so many. I can tell you some snacks I always have on hands that I prep at the beginning of the week. Yeah, We call them energy bites. And it's funny, actually, Integrative Nutrition years ago published my recipe because they loved it. Um, Mm. And it's really just like rolled oats with honey and chopped dates and nuts and seeds, applesauce some sort of nut butter that you put it all together and create these little bites, these bite sized little balls. And uh, people like the kids can have it for breakfast. It's healthy. I grab it on the go. It's a good afternoon snack. So that's been one of like the things in our house. That's a staple. That's always like there for people when they need it. My husband loves them too for breakfast. Yeah. Yeah, definitely a grab and go. And I used to make more of them. You're reminding me how fun and easy they are, they are. Uh, to make. I might have to get your, you know, your recipe on because it, it sounds delicious. <laughs> yeah. And when you can uh, mix and match and actually, you know, swap in your favorite ingredients, take out the ones that might be allergens in your home. Right. It's super flexible. Absolutely. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Good. And I, I, we often will talk about bringing kids into the kitchen and I'm curious, you know, how you've kept them in the kitchen. Cause I think in the, when they were younger, at least in our house, it was a little bit easier to kind of encourage them to come in. And as they get busy and as they have other things that compete, any tips for how to kind of keep them coming to the kitchen with us? Absolutely. You know, they are very vocal about the foods that they like and the foods that they 
don't like. Yeah, They're yeah. very vocal <laughs> on uh, Monday mornings when I'm ordering the groceries for the week. They mm-hmm. are with me and they'll be like, mom, can you get like some extra celery or, you know, mm-hmm. today we need this or today. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. getting them part, like when they are part of the process, when they get to make some of the decisions, they have more ownership in the task and they have more buy-in. So yeah. that's been really helpful for me. And really just like trying new recipes gets them excited. One of them specifically Mm -hmm. is always cooking or baking and it's very exciting. Um, And the other one is more of like a health, like she's really into health, which is lovely because you never would have 10 years ago. Right. And she's always, you know, having new vegetable recipes and salad recipes. So it's like getting their buy-in in the process and making sure you have foods on hand that they enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that sounds so fun. And I think I've invited, you know, my older one to think about, you know, what's one meal you want to help make this week, you know, letting her, you know, decide, as you said, you know, what that's going to be. And then kind of putting her in charge of the kitchen that day you right. know, has, has helped, you know, keep us in together in the kitchen a little bit more than I think otherwise we would. Yeah, I love so that's that. great. That's great. Good. So then, you know, we started in the beginning talking about, you know, your interest and your passion in, you know, women and girls empowerment. And I'm super curious, you know, how you came to find your passion. There are so many ways. And I feel like sometimes passion comes from purpose. And in my case, as a young girl, I really struggled with a great deal of anxiety. And, and as I, as I get older, I realize it wasn't just anxiety. There was definitely some depression there too. And it was all really untreated. And I, you know, I, I, everything in my mind was, a, was like a much bigger deal than it was in reality. And I had this way of turning it into something that it wasn't analyzing, turning, you know, making it so much more difficult than it needed to be for me. And that's really at the end of the day, that's part of anxiety. Um, As I got older in my twenties and and my early thirties, I really learned so much more about human potential, about self-empowerment. And the more I read and the more I learned, the more interested I became and the more I was able to look at myself as a young girl and understand all of the things that I was missing. You know, what happens to us as we get older is we turn down the voice on what we want and then we turn up the voice on what culture and society and media might be dictating we need as young girls. And that's very much what happened with me as well. When I came through this difficult time, when I learned how to manage my anxiety, I really had a mission on my heart. Like I didn't want another girl to have to go through that without also knowing that she had this beautiful set of internal tools that she could use on a moment to moment basis to heal herself, to feel the feelings, to understand what's going on within her. And that was really one of my great reasons for stepping into coaching, specifically stepping into really empowering girls, because you know what, there will be so many things that are competing for their attention that are potentially going to take them down in their lives. That's just life, right? The ups and downs Mm -hmm. of it. But if we can give them access to that inner toolkit, there's nothing that they can't get through without also knowing that they're resilient beyond measure and powerful beyond measure. That's incredible. So much of our adult journey and where we arrive, and as you mentioned, you know, in, in terms of passion, 
can stem out of the little girl that we used to be. Right. And I think as, as women and we, as we grow into ourselves and we're able to, you know, harness our strengths. And as you said, turn, you know, turn up the right voices, right. That encourage and lift us up and, and start to block out and ignore and realize some of the negative voices aren't really, you know, that, that important or that real or, or, you know, that valid, right. There is, there's, there's a limitlessness that we can experience as we go through that process. Yeah. Yeah. So then you guys can um, hear my dog James barking <laughs> in the background. We're just keeping it real over here. As I mentioned, right. I work from home and my, one of my daughters is coming into the house. So I apologize right. for, for the noise. <laughs> no problem. No problem. Pets are welcome here. <laughs> so then, so then is motherhood what you thought it would be? Motherhood. Oh, God bless motherhood. Honestly, (laughs) it is and it isn't in so many ways. Like my backstory is my husband and I really struggled to start our family. It was, it was quite a journey for us to get to the place where we were pregnant and pregnant with twins. So we were so Mm -hmm. grateful. So there's definitely a part of it where I really prepared myself to relish every moment, to enjoy every moment for what it is, because I knew that it was a moment and it wasn't forever. We'd have the memories forever, but the moments pass. So when I can tune into that perspective, it's always a lot more effortless, right? But then of course there's the day-to-day of motherhood, right? Like the physicality of it, the emotional, the emotional journey. There's so much to think about, so much to consider. I once heard a quote that I loved so much. Having a child is like having your heartbeat outside of your body. And I thought like, ding, ding, ding. (laughs) Absolutely. Because we feel for them and we worry for them and we want the best for them. So it's Mm -hmm. most definitely one of the greatest gifts I've ever been able to have in my life. My daughters are my greatest teachers in every moment, in in the good moments, also in the challenging moments. But sure. uh, but yeah, it's been a gift. Yeah, yeah. So that leads you know, nicely into the next question about you know how you impact children inside your home and outside of your home through your work. Yeah, sure. So well, I mean, the the two kind of go together in our home. We've always really spoken a lot about emotional intelligence in our home because it's not what's taught in school. There's mm-hmm. IQ and there's EQ. In my opinion, EQ, social emotional learning, is paramount and we need more of it. So I what I do for a living is I run empowerment workshops where I bring girls into my home and I teach them about all the principles of gratitude and self-love and and give them all access to all those inner tools that already live inside of them. So when I was running these workshops at the beginning, my daughters were so young. So they were part of that dialogue. They were the participants in my workshops. And so we really encouraged that kind of messaging always in our home. And then Mm -hmm. how do I empower girls outside of the home? And that kind of took a life of its own, becoming a global endeavor. What I was doing in the home became so successful. I had moms always saying, "Um, we want more workshops. We need more impact. We like do this every day, do this every week. And I learned very quickly that on my own, I could only bring empowerment to so many kids in my community. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but if I linked arms with other passionate women who also had impact on their hearts, then together we could actually elevate the planet one girl at a time. And so that's yeah. when I turned this into a global endeavor. I mm-hmm. created a certification program, which is today the Girl Life Academy. And we have 180 different women in different cities and countries ac- across yeah. the globe running our workshops, empowering our our girls earning for the good work that they're doing. It's been such a labor of love. And this is how I get to, to take that mission outside of the home. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, speaks to kind of the ripple effect that I mentioned early on that, you know, with one empowering another, empowering a younger one empowers the next generation. It's just this beautiful, you know, pebble in the water and then watch the ripples just flow outwards. And I love how you've done that in your work. Yes. And I would love to hear about some of maybe some of the countries that you're in and how what you've seen um, on this global scale now. Well, we are in so many countries. (laughs) We're in Denmark. We are all over Canada and the US. We are in Nigeria. We are in uh, Israel. We are in, I'm racking my brain to remember, but I just feel so grateful. Like when I go and look at, I have a little globe that has like a little pinpoint. I get so excited to add another location. And it's just been so amazing to hear because, you know, these inner tools are, they're, they're universal. So no matter where we live, we tuning into them gives us this understanding of ourselves that helps us to live in a more peaceful way. And isn't that our wish for every young girl that there's peace in her heart when we live, you know, especially in these times, right? Uh, Crazy times in our world. It's what we really want every young girl to know is that peace begins with me. It like that inner peace begins on the inside. It's an inside job. Right. Right. And again, can ripple outward to the next person and the next place, the next situation. Yeah, that's incredible. I was listening on the podcast to you talk with Dr. Ayaba, I believe from Nigeria. Ayaba, yes, yes. And I loved hearing how, you know, how powerful this has been, you know, and that conversation was mostly about her, her children, her own family, right? And so, you know, your model starts with the mom, starts with us, starts with the woman, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I definitely want to get some tips for that in a little bit, but you know, you do bring up, you know, what's all that's going on in our world right now. Right. And the importance of peace and peacemaking and peace giving, right. And, and, um, and all that we do, whether, whatever age we are, whatever gender we are, you know, whatever nationality we are, it's, it's hugely important. And so, you know, with all that's going on in the world, you know, tell us about your family as ethnic makeup and how you're talking to your children and the girl life children about race and empathy. Absolutely. So I am from Iran. I was born in Iran and left there when I was three to move to Canada where I was raised. And as I mentioned, now I'm in the US, I'm in New York. We're Jewish. So it's very interesting being having my religion be Judaism, my nationality being Persian, 
two very different places. Um, I, I believe that it's what, you know, what's, what makes me unique and what makes my family right. unique. And right. I always say it's our differences that unite us. It's our differences that light, mm. light up the world. Right. Yeah. And, um, and so my, my daughters, you know, they're, they're very proud of, of our heritage yeah. and we really try to and you know, with with all cultures, they're they come with a certain set of ideas that perhaps we we don't want to pass on, and they come with a, a whole set of beautiful ideals that we do want to pass on. And I always say, as we grow and learn and raise our families, we get to pick what carries on, right? We get to pick mm-hmm. what what means something to us, and we got to make it meaningful. Um, and so we, we're always talking about, unfortunately, there's a lot of anti-Semitism happening right now, which is very scary, but we, we talked to our kids about it. In fact, we went to, to see a speaker recently talk about it and, and how it's really about education, right? It's about, I think people fear what they don't know. And that's what it comes down to. And just representing ourselves as kind human beings. We are all human beings at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And when we show up with kindness and an open heart, we, we can all, you know, I know it sounds idealistic, but the, the mm-hmm. hope is that we live, live in harmony as, as yeah. a planet. And in our workshops, we actually created a few years ago, a workshop called My Diversity Shines. Yeah. And I'm so proud of this workshop. And I'm so proud to see our facilitators running it so beautifully in different parts of the b- world. But once again, talking about how, you know, th- our ethnicities, our religions, our backgrounds, where we come from, that is our magic. That's what makes up the world that we live in. And if we can share all of those things with each other, then we all get to learn a little bit and we all get to have a taste of what other cultures and religions are doing. So really like looking at it with a curiosity perspective and getting excited to learn and grow and educate ourselves in a new way. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a beautiful tapestry. This world is if we look at it as the different ways that we shine, make the world beautiful. And so I love that. Yeah. And I love that. And yet there's so much conflict too. And especially I think one of the things that, you know, girls, kind of go through right and, and you know boys do too but there's a, a certain level of social like a social processing that happens especially you know adolescence where there's you know the whole mean girls you know thing going on or the cliques right that are forming and so particular to girls I'd be really curious you know what you you know how you would support them and what advice you have for parents who are trying to navigate those years and those conflicts Absolutely. It's really tough. And nobody wants to see their kids struggle. Like it's the hardest thing in the world. Like we feel like we can take anything, but but leave my kids alone, right? Like right, don't mess right. with my children. But what does happen? You did mention mean girls, right? And uh, it's funny because I just did an Instagram reel this morning on mean girls and how do we eradicate the whole mean girl idea Um, Well, we are models for our children, right? Like we are the greatest role model. So what we embody, what we show them is what they pick up on, whether we realize it or not. 95% of our brains are subconscious minds, 5% are conscious minds. So there's so many times when we think our kids aren't listening, but they are, they're hearing us, they're picking up on our cues of what it is to be an empowered woman in this world. So 
Uh, if we want to eradicate this idea of mean girls, then we as mothers must look in the mirror and ask ourselves, what kind of relationships are we holding space for? How do we treat people? Whether it's a friend, whether it's a server at a restaurant, whether it's someone that we've just met, are we showing up with kindness? Are we holding that space? And if we are, chances are that our daughters will too. So first and foremost is, is really modeling that kindness, the compassion and the empathy. And then the other piece of it is if our child comes home, home and they have struggled and someone has been mean to them, of course, to meet them where they're at, to acknowledge and validate their feelings, to also show them that in this life forever and for always, the most important voice for us is our own and that we need to search inwards for validation and turn down the volume of people who are, you know, not being kind or being cruel in some way. And depending on how old they are, teaching teaching our kids that hurt people hurt people, right? Mm-hmm. So if a child is being mean to us, chances are that they're grappling with their own set of difficult circumstances. And chances mm-hmm. are that that behavior was modeled for them somewhere in their lives. So to come at them with compassion and empathy, which I think is, there's a lot of growth there when we can grapple these ideas. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly, right, process that, you know, these are, these are big concepts in some ways that we sometimes maybe don't give our kids credit, right, for being able to grapple with and be able to to navigate. Yeah. Yeah. I think that there's so much, like our kids are so much more intuitive than we give them credit for. So just opening that conversation with them. And of course, if they're four versus if they're 15, we're going to talk to them in a different way, right? Right. But having the conversations and having that dialogue, you know, as young as possible so that when they get older and they get into the teenage years where, you know, it is a little bit harder to to crack that shell and to get (laughs) in on what's going on on their hearts you've already established that, that understanding and that relationship. Yeah. The foundation is there. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Well, I think this ties nicely into your books that you have books for children and books for moms. So tell us a little bit about both of your books as an author. Absolutely. So my first book is called XOXO from a girl who gets it 50 life notes for the young girl within. And that was really like, I, I, I was having thoughts in the time, like, I love our Girl Life program, but not every girl gets access to programming like this. So how can we make an offering that every young girl can have access to? And that was my book. So each of the 50 notes is a message to a young girl, messages that I personally wish that I had had passed to me when I was mm-hmm. younger. And yeah, it's it's very exciting. And I like I still to this day, run workshops based around the book and, and, you know, we'll get on a Facebook live and choose messages for people. Because I always say, it's like, we just open the book, whatever message I receive is the message I was meant to receive today. Uh, So that's the children's book, which a lot of women tell me, Melody, you secretly wrote this for adults. You knew that (laughs) sitting with our daughters and reading this book and now we're being exposed to ideas that we were never exposed to. So it's for my (laughs) inner young girl as well as what they tell me often. So that's that's very exciting to hear. 
And then my second book, which was actually very recently re- released, it's called Yay. Empowered Women. Empowered Congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you. And this is a, a book for women. It's a guide to modeling courage, confidence, and self-love for the next generation. And um, the whole premise of it is, is all about when, when we are the most empowered version of ourselves, when we commit to our empowerment journey, that's actually the way that we empower our daughters by walking our talk, role modeling, leading by example. That is the win-win. That's the gift that we give. So we talk all about the ways that we disempower ourselves without even realizing mm. it. We talk about getting rid of this whole good girl notion and, and telling our girls to be good without really also providing them with an understanding of what that means, really diving into the empowerment journey for ourselves and for our daughters. That's incredible. It's so tied together, isn't it? Yeah. hundred oh, <laughs> percent. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, you know, I see, Melody, I see you as a mom changing the world, as an author, as an empowerment coach, as a girls empowerment, women empowerment leader. And, you know, and you're doing all of this as a mom as well. So exciting. Can you give us a couple of tips for kind of how you manage all these different incredible roles that you're playing? Absolutely. Yes, it certainly is. As you know, (laughs) a juggle. (laughs) A lot of the time it's a juggle. First of all, I I am gentle with myself. I don't strive to be perfect. That's actually one of the first pages in my new book. We talk about this idea of like, we are not perfect women. And we also don't want to try to teach our girls that we're perfect because we're creating Mm -hmm. the standard that is so difficult to live up to. And there's nothing worse than perfection paralysis because we don't try anything new. We don't put ourselves out there. We don't learn. We don't grow. We don't evolve, right? So really for me, it's it's having grace for myself, being gentle with myself. Also knowing that when I'm doing that, I'm, I'm teaching my girls to do the same for themselves. themselves. Also really like using my resources, right? Using, getting help where we can get it. And being of service where we can be of service to help out another mama, right? Because like it takes a village. We always say that it takes a village. Like in order for me to be here today to have this beautiful conversation with you, I needed to plan and make all the stars Mm -hmm. align. I needed to get help from my in-laws to drive the kids to and from their activities. So we use that village. It's really important to be okay with receiving help from other people. Planning is very important. I think as a mom, giving ourselves the time to plan, whether it we're prepping a meal or prepping schedules, doing what we can when we can to facilitate the work week is, yeah. I think, one of the most important things. And finally, really bringing my girls into my business as much as I can, getting them involved in the process. As I mentioned before, previously, they were in my workshops. Um, now they are my helpers in my workshop. So they are working alongside with me. We're in a partnership together and that helps as well because they, they can understand me. They can understand my schedule. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's another opportunity for us to connect. So I have been so blessed to be able to do that. Yeah, that's great. So it sounds like starting with grace, 
for ourselves, for our families, our kids. Like Grace, you know, has to go. There's more than enough grace to get around. <laughs> more than enough grace for everyone. Yeah. And then village, really having that community and not being afraid to use it. Because I think sometimes we feel like we just have to do it ourselves and we oh, just yeah. have to make it happen alone. And that's a recipe for burnout and breakdown and overwhelm. And Absolutely. so that village is huge. And then planning, planning ahead as much as possible. And in some, some of us are natural planners and some of us are not. And right. so that's, again, where maybe some of that village and getting some of the supports, you know, is going to come into play. And I love how you're able to incorporate your children and to see you as a leader, as an entrepreneur. And you created the system to also allow mothers and women around the world, you know, to have this as a business as well. And so, yeah, why don't you tell us a little bit about that aspect? For example, if there's a mom who is thinking, wow, this is so incredible that there is not only a way to encourage and nurture the girls in my own life and the girls in my own community, but there's a way to potentially have this be a business or a nonprofit venture, right? Can you speak to that mom? Absolutely. You know, we have seen, especially in the last few years with, with COVID and the pandemic and everything that's been going on, we've seen something called the re- great resignation, people leaving their careers to do work that actually fuels their soul. And a lot of people are stepping into entrepreneurship. And yeah. so I, I feel so grateful that our business has been thriving. Girl Life has been thriving through the pandemic because so many women, a lot of mothers, said, you know, I want more for myself. I want more for my daughters and I want to do work that I love. And so we have been able to, to offer them our certification program, which teaches women really like all the ins and outs of having an, an empowerment business, specifically a girl's empowerment business. We give them 17 different workshops that they can teach in their communities. We don't just give it to them. We really teach them how to teach. We show them, you know, how do we speak to the girls who are in the younger age groups versus the older age groups. We provide them with everything that they would need, resource guides and letters for the parents, all the things to make their workshops a successful endeavor. But we also are showing them how to run the business aspect. How do we step into an entrepreneurial spirit? How do we fill up our workshops? How do we earn for this really passion-filled work that we're doing? So we've we've created, hoping we 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 try to leave no stone unturned to really give these women who are feeling that pang on their heart to do more and be of impact, be of service, and earn for that value work that they that they offer an opportunity to take a business in a box like ours and really bring it to life in their community with their unique gifts. It's beautiful. Yeah. As you have on your podcast, and I encourage everyone to you know, pop over to empowering her, you know, when you're done listening here, you know, you feature some of the moms and they, I think they both, yeah, they both happen to be moms who were either new or experienced in your program. And it was so neat to hear how moms from different countries, different walks of life, different socioeconomic backgrounds, you know, all found their way to the same community that is helping them to thrive and the girls around them as well. 
Yeah, it's been cool. It's definitely been so amazing. Like I always say, our facilitators are our family. And it is such a blessing for me to be able to, to, to meet these women in different parts of the world and to see how they do it, right? Like we might provide mm-hmm. the framework, but it's their magic that lights it up. It's their experiences. It's their gifts that takes it to the next level and mm-hmm. translates it right into that, into that empowerment for the girls in their community. So it's been super cool. Yeah, that's so great. And I'm sure we're going to continue to hear more and more as more and more moms and women, you know, take to the helm and get certified and create programs. I know uh, I want to, you know, I want to look around and see what's available in our area, right? For my daughters to plug into and be a part of, because I'm always looking for opportunities to, from the quote in the beginning, put into them, you know, so that they can discover their God-given talents and their intuition and their strength so that they can reach that amazing potential, you know, that they have inside them. So that's awesome. You speak so beautifully, really. You speak so beautifully, like it speaks to my heart. Thank you. Thank you. So as we're wrapping up, you know, I'd love if you could share maybe uh, um, advice that you might give to yourself as a younger mom or, you know, something that you've learned about yourself as a mom along the way. Yeah. Oh, there are so many things that I'm trying to choose where right. I will go with one, right? Right, um, right? The first thing that comes to me is go easy on yourself. Go easy on yourself. I think we, we, we pit ourselves against this standard of excellence. And it's like, there's a lot as moms, there's a lot placed on us, right? There's a lot of responsibility So to really go easy on ourselves and be gentle with ourselves is a theme that will always come up. Don't be too hard on yourselves and something to always remember. And I have this course that I've been working on. It's called empower empowered girl, mom, like teaching women how to be an empowered girl, mom. And, um, what I was saying in it is the power of choice is so magnificent and unique to all of us. We, in every moment of every day, we get to choose. We get to choose our thoughts. We get to choose our perspective. We get to choose what takes us down. We get to choose what raises us up. And in every moment we get to choose again. So if we did something that was unaligned with the kind of parent that we want to be, we get to choose again in this moment. We always have the power and the power is in that present moment. So Remind yourself that you get to choose again. Do your best, um, and and when you fall off course, you choose again. Yeah, yeah, that lines up nicely with my be calm system, which is for you know parents to understand how to approach that moment with their child when your child is overwhelmed or your child is frustrated and they're letting you have it and letting it all out. Right? How can you take the steps to be calm, to be mindful, to be present and available to them in that moment? And so I really appreciate you know, that you're talking about the choices that we can make in the moment. And if we're not happy with or it didn't turn out the way we wanted to, guess what? We get another moment. We'll have another opportunity and we can get ourselves in, in, my, in the mindset that we'll be ready you know, or we'll do it again the next time. Choose a different way. Amen to that. Yeah. 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 Yes. I've been spending time with my daughter uh, before bed, you know, just talking and checking in, as you mentioned, these days are so precious 
and we, you know, go, we've been going through a devotional together. And I brought up for her something I heard on your podcast in that, you know, that what you mentioned earlier, as far as peace begins with me. And so we spent a little bit of time, you know, just the other night, just reflecting on that and what that might mean for the different situations going on in both of our lives. And, um, I, you know, I definitely want to encourage moms out there, you know, to take some time, you know, with your, your daughters, that, those quiet moments. And the other thing I've been doing recently too, is spending one-on-one time with my girls and that we love our family time. And I'm often, you know, taking the girls to do things together, but as they're growing older and their interests are a little bit different and we are contending with all of the pandemic factors. <laughs> it's been really nice to just have some one-on-one time with each of them to do things that bring them joy and that make them feel great. And so I highly encourage you know, parents to do that with your daughters and your sons. And as we're winding down today, you know, you've mentioned grace and being kind to yourself and self-care factors so much into that. And so I'm curious, you know, what you do for self-care to give some advice for us as moms looking for ways to nurture ourselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I would say one of the big ones is time with soul friends, right? We have, we've all got friends and friends for different reasons, but the ones who you could sit with and really share with and, you know, be supported, support and be supported by right. as well. Yeah. So I think that's really one of the big ones for me. I really try to find at least one day in my week to either see my soul family or to see my sister who I could do the same with. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's yeah. been one way. And then another way in, in like th- that, that. I absolutely love. <laughs> I always share this one is foot massages. Foot massages every week. Find the thing, find the thing that relaxes you. Is it That's acupuncture? Right. Is it a nap in the middle? Like whatever it is for you, it's so individual. Yeah. For me, that that's like that foot massage, just, it gives me like the energy and the <laughs> I need to make it through my week. Right, and you know, right. I, I know how funny that may sound, but that's just what it is for me. And like, yeah. just to remind women that it's so individual and you got to yeah. really search and figure out what it is for you that gives you that self-care relaxation. Right. Right. And I love that you can, you know, you can book a pamper time or you can teach your kids, right. <laughs> to get in there with you (laughs) or get your spouse and lift your spouse. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's when, and it's different things for different people. Some people don't like to be touched on their feet. Right. And some people, like you said, it brings, you know, that rejuvenation that, you know, you need. So I love that you're giving us permission to pick our thing. Absolutely, mama. Go get it. (laughs) That's right. Put it in your calendar today and make it happen because otherwise it it just gets put off and off and off. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Good. Well, as we're winding down with our, our last question, I've been asking everybody about the word of the year that I've chosen is overflow and abundance. And I'm excited to hear, you know, what that word means for you in 2022. Yeah, it's a beautiful word. And when I hear overflow, I think abundance. Abundance is I feel like one of the most important things that we can teach our children, abundance mindset, abundance thinking, knowing that there is enough of everything for everyone gives us such a peace in our hearts and in our minds. So 
really setting ourselves and our kids up for a limitless way of thinking about themselves and the world around them. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great word, limitless, because there really is that limitless potential, that limitless opportunity, that limitless grace, that limitless friendship and love and all of it. It's all available. It's all available to us just for the the asking and the taking. So yeah, and the living. It's wonderful. Great. So if moms want to, you know, get in touch with you, you've already talked about your podcast, make sure to go over and listen, but what are the other ways that people can reach out to you? Absolutely. So I hang out on Instagram a whole bunch. (laughs) Uh, You can find me at girl life empowerment. Now there are a lot of girl life empowerments because it's all of the different women who run our programs. Um, But I'm the at girl life empowerment. Uh-huh. That's the total. That's name. it. So nothing yeah. after. <laughs> That's it. Um, my website is www.getgirlpower.com. My book is available on Amazon. My books, I should say, it's Empowered mm-hmm. Women, Empower Girls, and XOXO from a Girl Who Gets It. And I would be so happy to share a gift with your audience. Um, And I'd be happy to share the link with you to put in your show notes. This is a 10 day empower her challenge. It basically gives moms one tip each day on how to bring empowerment and deliver it to their girls. And that can be found Mm -hmm. at melodypormorati.com slash empower her, (laughs) not empower, Uh, empower. And I'll send that to you. (laughs) Oh, that'll be awesome. I will include all of that in the show notes so that it's easy for our listeners to reach out and be a part of that. And I know I'm putting the XOXO, you know, girl book on my list as one of the next books to go through with my daughter. So thank you so much. (laughs) My pleasure. Thank you for having me on and for highlighting women on this beautiful platform that you have created. You are doing incredible work in the world. And I'm so happy to be here for it. Oh, we're so glad to have you. Thank you so much for all you're doing. Oh, pleasure. Pleasure to be with you. Awesome. Thanks again. Be well. Thank you. Yes. Bye-bye. That was our lovely time with Melody. And I just want to wish you all an incredible week full of overflow and abundance. And in all the moments, especially the tough ones, may you find ways to be calm. Thanks for listening to Moms Changing the World with host Akua Walker. The information shared on this show is meant for educational purposes only and not intended as a substitute for medical intervention or professional therapy. All views shared on the show are that of the speakers only and do not represent any institution. To be a part of the community, visit www.momschangingtheworld.org. There you'll find ways to connect with and support the moms we interview and find out how to work with Akua as a parenting coach. Join us next time for more encouragement and support to be a mom changing the world, one child at a time, one day at a time. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Thanks for listening.